It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> What is going on, everybody? This is episode 151 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I am here with my co-host. Please introduce yourself. Hi, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Very good? Not very good. Uh, just regular good? We don't lie here. I mean, here. I'm barely hanging on. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> the, just kidding. The point is we don't lie here. We, you know, we're not going to lie to you and tell you that we're having the greatest day ever. As I said, we keep it raw and real. Exactly. Uh, we have a guest host today. Would you please introduce yourself? Correct. I'm Sour Patch Lids. I'm the producer of TimCast IRL. I'm not doing that right now. I'm hanging out with my pals up in Pop Culture Crisis, which is where I love to be on Wednesdays. Upstairs. Oh, I thought you Upstairs. were bilocating right now. I am. I'm in two different places at once. <laughs> That'd be cool. Joe yeah, Rogan would love cool. to talk about that. I could totally do that, too. Yeah, I, I feel I like that's job. a thing he would talk about. I, I like For it. sure. I hate it when he gets into the to like the politics and culture stuff. I just want to hear him talk about aliens and, and stuff like that. Same. So. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We are going to talk about uh, the initial article here is about R. Kelly and sentencing, but I kind of want to make it more about why some trials, when relating to celebrities, or popular figures in culture, why some seem to get all the attention and other ones just don't seem to get any attention. Uh, I, I do wonder what that is about. I also want to talk about Chris Pratt and why I feel like his article. Uh, yes, uh, Liddy is not happy about that, but I want to talk about why I think that he gave the media, uh, the media industrial complex, exactly what they wanted yep. in regarding in regards to his context, like the context of his comments about religion. And then we are also going to talk about Netflix, and uh, it's like its very own womp 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 right in the middle of uh, of a regular segment. We got that. We got Podluck, so if you ladies are ready, we will just get right into it. Mary, are we ready? We're ready. Lydia? Yes. Okay. Well, then we will go ahead and get right in. That was a very agreeable agreeable intro. So it says, <laughs> R. Kelly to be sentenced in sex trafficking case. Uh, I know. Um, so th the main reason this came up to me was this uh, his uh, his story and his uh, his like issues will come up every so often, but I see almost no press or anyone really cover it other outside of like blurbs in articles. And that's really what this is, is they break down the basics of this case. But the issue here is that we just had the fiasco of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And we also had uh, Ghislaine, uh, you have to say it pretentiously, Ghislaine, Ghislaine. Uh, uh, Maxwell in the sentencing for that. And people who watch this show are likely to have more than enough to say about that. And they're going to be following that closely. But in general, they're not talking about it, not heavily. So let's just go through first what happened with R. Kelly, uh, and we will go from there. So it says, uh, oh, uh, we got a, a super chat right there right away, and we got to wow, make sure thank that... thank you. Uh, thank you. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh -oh. <gasps> oh, no. We got to put money in the money dispenser. How else are we going to get distracted? That was a good one, wasn't yeah. it? That was good. <laughs> That's All great. right. So it says, R. Kelly has been behind bars for nearly three years and won't get out anytime soon. The Grammy Award-winning 55-year-old uh, singer faces decades in prison ahead of his Wednesday sentencing. So the sentencing would be today. But basically the idea here is he could get anywhere from 10 years on the low end to life in prison given the fact that uh, what he's being accused of is absolutely, what he was, sorry, not accused of, what he was convicted of is absolutely heinous. 
Uh, and basically the idea here is he got uh, convicted on all nine counts of what he was charged for. The first one being racketeering. Uh, and then the other eight being uh, violations of the Mann Act, which, as we know, uh, we can get into the definition. But we talked about it a lot when we got into uh, talking about Elvis and things with Priscilla Presley. But we'll get down to that. So it says in September 2021, the R&B singer was found guilty on all nine counts. Uh, with the single racketeering count, was uh, there were 14 individual acts, including bribery, kidnapping, and forced labor. Wow. The idea here is like when you think of racketeering, you think of like organized crime. Yeah. And the idea here is that because of he was a famous person with a lot of people working for him, be it record labels, assistants, that it, it constituted a criminal enterprise that uh, allowed his behavior to continue, that nobody did anything to stop it. Do his allegations go beyond just uh, what he's being sentenced for? And not allegations, charges. He's actually got I mean, another... are there like allegations beyond just what he's been charged with? Well, beyond, I mean, there's also the, the fact that uh, of the, the five women testified of the six that were brought up in the case, and one of them that couldn't testify was Aaliyah because Aaliyah passed away. Right. Thank Ooh. you. Uh, because Aaliyah passed away, however many years ago also she would have been beyonce if beyonce if, if she hadn't passed away i am firmly of that belief Wait, really, really? oh yeah oh, you, is this you're, a conspiracy you're, theory no you're too young to understand how uh how much of an impact Aaliyah made on on society at that time so it says uh, a federal anti-sex trafficking law that this is what about the man act now it says criminalizes the transportation of any woman or girl for the purpose of prostitution or debauchery for any other or for any other immoral purpose i do have to wonder like where the poor what, ha what about the poor boys that are being trafficked right. for immoral purposes, which is what always comes to my mind when I see that. And it says, isn't organized, uh, isn't racketeering typically to do with organized crime? And they say, yes. It says, the government argued that Kelly used manipulation, threats, and physical abuse to dominate his victims in his inner circle, serviced as enablers for his criminal conduct, which, uh, uh, while he ran his criminal enterprise, Kelly and his organization used the singer's fame to entrap women, girls, and boys. So it says 11 accusers, nine women and two men testified at the trial. Six were minors when the alleged abuse took place. The criminal charges hinged on the accusations relating to six women, five of whom testified, the sixth of whom was Aaliyah, who died in a plane crash in 2001. Uh, so it says, and if anybody remembers, there was like a sham wedding between her and, and, uh, and uh, R. Kelly, like when she was underage. Oh, uh, but you'd have to do a whole lot of uh, of looking into that. It's it's a it's a crazy case. But it says uh, he faces ten years to life in prison. The government wants more than twenty five years, noting his long and pervasive beha behavior of enticing children to engage in sexual activity. The stuff that he's like accused of, you literally cannot talk about on these podcasts. Cringe. Uh, because yeah. of how uh, because of how awful they are. Uh, but I want to know, does it seem weird to you how, like, this is this article lists all sorts of awful things, but it just doesn't really get talked about? Kind of like the Maxwell trial. That's, that, that's my... I think yeah. we're desensitized to that evil because the things that get a reaction out of people now are, in comparison, so benign. Yeah. Also, I wonder if maybe it's just literally we're just really like short attention span yes. like this is old so nobody cares oh for sure does that does that make sense like am i not, I, am I not yeah, giving us I enough guess credit so. um and then in the case of galane that was really only a subject of conversation in what was it 2019 yeah 
late 2019. And now no one thinks about it, and it's not televised. Right. And she just got sentenced to, what, 20 years, 20 in, prison? years in prison? Um, yeah. And R. Kelly faces 25 uh, at the most, but they, his, like, his lawyers want him to get 10 or less. But still, nobody's like, yeah, it's like, it, I think part of it is also that the media is afraid to report on those. Like, you are free to report about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard because there's, uh, however serious it may be, uh, they don't feel like they're uh, at risk for talking about it. Whereas we know that that one time, that one reporter talked about having a story about uh, what's, you know, about, uh, can we say his name anymore? Can Epstein be I talked about? So. Okay. Like there was a, like, and they killed that story just because they, they didn't want him to talk about it. So it bothers me when people talk about the concept of justice and uh, being uh, really, really uh, angered by these acts, but it's always on the terms of like uh, mm-hmm. whatever the public finds fat fashionable at that time. I suppose like if we have to mm-hmm. compare them, the Depp Heard trial was Thank less you. serious. Well, like the stakes were lower. Yeah. Um, because it was a private, it was discussing something that privately happened between two adults. So is that also like, is that, does that almost make it worse? Like we're giving all this attention to something that yes. doesn't matter when we should be giving our attention to stuff that does 100%. matter? Because it, we just used it as 100%. an opportunity to do more celebrity worship. Yeah, and, I feel like that was nothing but a distraction when it came to the Epstein trial. There was there was so much corruption there, and so many people were implicated. People at very high levels of power were involved in this, and everybody knew. Everybody knew that you know Bill Gates had been on the plane, Bill Clinton had been on the plane. This stuff is sketchy, shady as heck, as they say, and that w- I think was part of the reason that we couldn't really get into it. Like even now we <clears throat> put up that video about Elaine Maxwell being sentenced and YouTube tried to demonetize it at first. Yeah. yeah like I'm not even going to be putting, yeah, I'm not even going to be putting like that in the, I want to talk about it, but like right. we can't really post much about it because it's going to get demonetized or it's going to get shadow banned. Uh, I also think it's interesting that he got, uh, he, R. Kelly is like, he's filing an appeal before sentencing and his new lawyer, no, new lawyer, Jennifer Bonjean is the one who got Bill Cosby out of prison. Oh wow. Which is terrifying to think that like he could like one day get out. Interesting. Uh, uh, which is uh, super scary. Shady. Uh, and he has another trial coming out for child, um, you know, uh, child illicit material oh, uh, wow. images. So, like, it, it just kind of the fact that nobody cares to me that that the article had like I go to an article. I'm we're judging by our like when we talk about how Yahoo comments are what they are. Like we like Yahoo comments. Uh, yeah. Like I was going through these articles and anything with Amber Heard, there's 5,000 comments on it. Yeah. I go to this one and there was like a couple, there might be more now, but like there wasn't really all that many. I mean, is that speaking to how easily uh, we are swayed by the media or is that about uh, what people are interested in paying for bots to talk about? I, I, um, without proof, like, I guess that it's bots. Then, I know yeah. throughout the, the, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial I was seeing a tweet here there that was like hey by the way while everyone is um, still distracted with this highly publicized uh, televised trial slip it in under what are they getting away with this is happening look at what they're getting away with right under your nose yep but then that's not getting covered by any of the mainstream media that's just Twitter. Yeah. So, so and as we it, said, Twitter is not real. That's right. So is it just that the, the media is terrified to talk about uh, the stuff that matters? Uh, terrified? I mean, what could possibly... 
Listen, if they if they kill the story, okay, not terrified. They just don't see it as financially beneficial right. because it won't do well. CBS or I think it was CBS. It might have been ABC. One of those TV, one of those TV networks, shut down the Epstein story when it first came exactly. out. Exactly. There was the hot mic of the right. reporter getting yeah, caught. Yeah, she's like, oh, we, sh- we shut it down. We thought it wasn't a big deal. And it's so clear that it's such a freaking huge issue. So it's like, um, what exactly were you guys thinking? Who was paying you? Who's behind this? There's a lot of shady stuff going on there. So there's an article here from uh, from Newsweek that just breaks down. It says Amber Heard, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell trial outcomes compared in viral tweet, mm-hmm. and they talk about like people talking. They're basically it's about people having a conversation on Twitter. At least the ones that we can verify because these are people that you've heard of that they are at mm-hmm. least real people and right. not uh, Joe Schmo thirty two on yeah. Twitter. Uh, so, so it's Blair White saying, I don't want to live in a society that demands every detail of the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case, but is somehow content with a single name from the Ghislaine Maxwell client list. Yeah. So I like uh, I think like it's not our realm here to talk about Ghislaine Maxwell on a regular basis because we don't really that's not our we're not talking politics. We're not talking about hard news. Uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, while it is uh, a trial, is still very much public fascination that revolves around popular culture. And like in a way, we participated in that. Exactly. No, <laughs> we, and we, we didn't let ourselves off the hook we, for that. We acknowledge that I think uh, pop culture the pop culture news cycle is now being um, used as a smoke screen. Oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Like the the moving shadows and behind us is everything real that's going on. I would posit that this has always been the case with celebrity and with like gossip and tabloids and stuff. It's always been a distraction. It's very much been a case mm-hmm. of bread and circuses when bigger things are going on. And I wonder if that's not part of the reason that we've gotten to the point that we've gotten to with the Epstein trial and all of that stuff going down. That level of corruption doesn't happen overnight and doesn't happen because people are playing, paying close attention to it. It happens because it gets buried. No one pays attention to it. ABC hides it. And CNN writes articles like we read last night that doesn't talk about anything like like what she was fully actually charged with and who she trafficked to mm-hmm. of course not no one is talking about that that's very telling they they talk about in here uh that so piers morgan also said like what about the clients everyone right. wants to know what about the clients she she didn't even like acknowledge that she was guilty she just said like if if you've been brought she was very artfully worded around like saying she was guilty right uh, of what she was being accused of which to be fair if you're guilty i'm not expecting you to admit it uh, if you're a bad sure. person you're not going to admit that right. you've done something wrong but it does feel as if we're being led uh, around by the nose and like we kind of maybe it's the best we can do since this is our sphere of influence uh, of what we're talking about is to mention like look at least if you're watching us yes do but also don't be uh don't be blind to what's going on uh, around you uh, right. in the in the favor of things thank you and, yeah, in the favor of things are, that are there are reasons that uh the amber heard johnny depp case was worth talking about and discussing that matter to the broader culture right but now at this point especially with I mean, I'm no Amber Heard stan, but like the character assassination of Amber Heard, uh, I feel like she's a more hated figure and a more known figure at this point than Ghislaine Maxwell. Which is insane. Yeah, Which is is insane. It is. Uh, So uh, we'll have to figure out, like, I don't know if we're going to talk more about R. Kelly, but I was just very fascinated by the concept of all of these things kind of all happening in the same few weeks, right? Yeah. Um, The time frame is interesting. The the time frame of all this stuff is very, very interesting. And it's 
too convenient to just be a coincidence. And she, I think, I I agree. Like I it's agree. like without without putting on a tinfoil hat because that is that is not me. Like I, it just yeah. seems like uh, you know who picks the date of these trials, who picks the date of this going in. Why doesn't anyone care that R. Kelly did this to a bunch of uh, a, a bunch of children? Mm-hmm. Is it because it's just like we're kind of uh, it's exposure? Like we, we've just heard yeah. about it so much that people have already made their jokes about yeah. R. Kelly doing awful it's stuff older. to people. Yeah. Uh, and that is that make us bad people. No. And I understand that um, the Ghislaine trial could not have been televised, um, right? No, because it's a federal, federal case. Won't, right. But they didn't have to televise the Johnny Depp case. They chose that. Yeah. And you have to think about like why and who's responsible it for that. I even I even pointed out that I thought it was weird how like as soon as the trial ended more stuff about Ezra Miller started coming out. Like did they like how like, old distraction Yeah, how old is like, or they're like holding on to it. They're like, "Well, we know that this will pull numbers, but people mm-hmm. only have so many hours a day to read so many articles or watch so many videos. What if we wait and put this out after the the Johnny Depp stuff so we can maximize how much revenue right. we can gain from that?" That's not cool. It's like strategic Money making. I get it. I mean, I guess I use like late stage capitalism. uh, I mean, it's not even just like late stage capitalism. It's It's just ghoulish. It's ghoulish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is 100% a case of bread and circuses. This is like, we have everything we need. We have a lot of free time. This is the problem that you run into when you have too much Mm -hmm. and people start paying attention to things that they don't want them they don't want i sound very conspiratorial but people start to pay attention to things that other people think Mm -hmm. that they should not be paying attention to so they say okay well let's see uh what we can do to get them off the case and i was just thinking about um i mean this is kind of ghoulish too but i was just thinking about the fact that like uh we used before modernity we used to watch people fight each other to yep. the death pretty savage as just a casual form of entertainment and people would like to believe that we're somehow more sophisticated or ethical than we were then but that is not the case we we're changed. the s- exact same yeah. it's just the appearances and all the dressings of our life that you could al- changed. you could almost say that we're worse now because at least at that time they had to force themselves to watch it in person now you just right? get to do it from a computer passively, screen yeah. that's that's even worse in my opinion you don't I even agree. like there's a that's a pretty common theme in a lot of movies is like it uh, uh, somebody who has the uh, if you take a life in person that's a lot different than somebody who they do that a lot when they talk about like uh, drone strikes versus actual combat like yeah. it's a lot different to do that from a distance from a computer screen and it influences it your decision making. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is uh, if we'll see him get 25 years, but I, I'm guessing that even with his lo- with uh, the lawyer from from Bill Cosby, that he'll get uh, quite a long sentence. But uh, even if he was to get off on certain parts of that, he will still end up facing the trial for the the illicit child images, which is just horrible. Yeah. So I wanted to get the very depressing and more uh, uh, conspiratorial stuff out of it. It wasn't conspiratorial. We were just asking questions about uh, why. Perfect reasonable questions. questions yeah yeah for sure about why things yeah. happen in the in the order that they do is it really a distraction mm-hmm. uh and uh, i guess we can't really know the answer to that question but we can try to pay closer I attention think it's worth bringing it up for our sanity <laughs> and and ask the people that watch uh if you mm-hmm. watch us to also i mean I, I don't think we have to say that to anybody who watches this show i think most of the people that would watch this show understand that a lot of this is like uh, i harp on the idea that uh, of the people who say that this stuff doesn't matter mm-hmm. because it absolutely does matter because uh whether you like it or not uh the famous people that you don't care the famous people that we don't care about 
are still going to be the people that influence the next generation of people. Yep. So you can't pass it off as unimportant. You do need so. to care and you do need to talk about it, which I think why what you guys are doing here is, is important at the end of the day. We had some super chats. Woo. Yes, we did. Uh, Goofer Trooper said, so bring back Gladiator <laughs> Combat? I don't know if Gladiatorial? that's... Gladiatorial? Gladiatorial? Is that really a, a word? A word, wow. Yeah, it is. Uh, Bad App said they should reboot the client list and make it about Epstein. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. I wonder should. if Jennifer Love Hewitt would come back for that. That would be, that would <laughs> be interesting. Probably not. I don't think any of those actors in Hollywood come back for that. There's she, too much going on there. If I remember, she turned out fairly normal. Oh, okay, she's she's still... Act, I don't know. I, I could be misrepresenting that. Right. Hmm. JD said... Tell Tim we need pop culture chicken shirts. Also, Ooh. hi, base Linda. Oh, base Linda. Oh, that, cool. Who's Upgrade. Linda? I don't know. I don't know. I don't uh, know. Vanguard. I'm Vanguard N7E335 said, Lydia, tell Tim we need pop culture <laughs> crisis after dark. Oh, interesting. For, for the website only, it would have oh, to be. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we were segments. talking about like live reacting to things. That'd be fun. Watch parties. We have a bunch of different ideas. So mm-hmm. we could do. We could do it. All right, so let's move on. We're going to talk about Chris Fine. Pratt and why I believe that the media, th- that he played right into the media's hands okay. uh, by talking about religion. You're and we'll get into that there. beyond the, the commentary of this original article, which says that Chris Pratt says, wackos on the right and the left make the U.S. look more partisan than it is. Uh, and everything that he echoes in this article is hilariously like me, uh, in a lot of ways as me, or even what Tim would call himself as a disenfranchised liberal right. at one point. But here's the, before we get into that, I just want to point out here that there was a bunch of, all the headlines yesterday uh, were Chris Pratt saying stuff along the lines of, it says, Chris Pratt he says, he's not a religious person. Chris Pratt, his, on his religious views, I'm not a religious person. All of the Google searches were about him claiming that he's not a religious person because they don't want there to be a positive role model for religion in Hollywood. And they literally bullied him into making, finally making yeah. a comment. I mean, them and Twitter and all of these places come together to literally drive this man to the end of his rope. And I really just, yep. I don't respect it. Um, oh, I, have hard, I have sharper words for him. I am not impressed. Um, this is pure cowardice. He's a man. He should be handling. He should be handling like a man. And I don't know what he expects to happen here. Does he expect them to be nice to him? Does he expect them to go away? I think he wants everyone to get along. I, I think is, that to his detriment, I think he, that he lives in Hollywood. He should know that they're not just going to let him get along, go along and have his own faith. He needs to come to peace with that or he needs to leave Hollywood. And we, he also shouldn't have poked the bear in the first place if he didn't want. Right. I, don't, I don't think he don't poked the bear. Right. He did an interview and I think that he just got sick of talking about it. I will say that you're right about the part about like, OK, we were going to do the article today about Alexa Panavega and she had a, a long article on Fox from Fox talking about leaving Hollywood uh, because her and her husband met uh, in Bible ca- in Bible study oh. and just decided that they said, look, Hollywood doesn't seem to really value marriage. No kidding. Uh, they don't think it's the right place for them. They're still acting. They do some, they do like voice acting and stuff like that, but they left Hollywood specifically for the purpose of religion. But if he is, uh, what would you call like a Sunday Catholic, it, it seems like, right? Or he's, he's I not- mean, I don't want to pass a judgment on uh, his personal faith you know how he lives it out in his private life but the way that he's spoken about it so far makes it seem like he is rather casual about it if you're if you can uh say um the speech that we were showing yesterday which we actually had to edit out of the last show yes we had um, to edit it out we got to say all of that about how and that um, was from 2018 you're not perfect your grace has been paid for with the blood of Christ, I think you're religious. I think the, the you might be religious I if think you what, say that. 
I think the last part he was talking about there was blood of soldiers. I, was he? I think he was. I don't think about, he said soldiers. Quote, no, he context? didn't. But he said in someone else's blood. Oh. I think he was referring to the military. Oh, maybe. Um, Interesting. I don't know. At least that's how yeah. I interpret it. And then but, even then, it's like weird to say that that bought you grace in some kind of yeah, like cosmically I significant way. I. No. I don't know, but he very clearly is religious, and the only reason that he said he's not is cowardice, I in think my you, opinion. I think yes. you guys are going, I think you're being too hard on him. No, I, do. I don't, and here's why. He <laughs> got roasted, he got flensed for wearing a a freaking <laughs> Gadsden flag. That's the vocabulary word of the day, is flensing. Flensed. Like, flay someone. So this is what the left does when they smell blood. They're like, after you, like a shark in water. He got absolutely destroyed for literally just wearing a t-shirt with a Gadsden flag don't tread on me snake on it and he knows how the game is played he has kids he's supposed to be a role model for he should stand up for what he believes or he should go somewhere else go to middle america and teach it whatever college i bet he get a great job teaching acting or whatever but if he loves what he's doing and he's he's stuck between two worlds here i, I think that uh, that we can't dismiss him because of one interview where i think that he was driven to a point where he made he phrased things poorly if he goes back to just not talking about it but continues living a life like you said of uh, of what devotion to christ does that make him I, I don't think that speaks poorly of him i think one bad interview isn't enough to dismiss him and i agree with a lot of what he's saying about the part about the partisanship in this country and about feeling disenfranchised i, mean, I think that i don't he even is, think he should have started speaking on yeah, politics at all my biggest my biggest complaint would be that he did it at all right and it, the fact that we're talking about it promotes it but i think we're going to give a more reasonable uh take on this than the average person he is literally supposed to be a father to his children and the one thing that you should expect from every good dad is for them to be a very strong role model and to be brave in the face of conflict this conflict is something that he could have seen coming this has been going on for years for he knows like i said he knows how the game is played he so then what would be the perfect response he needs to double down you know how the left doubles down there was a lady who said that she wouldn't give Viagra to white straight males or whatever. Lovely. She, she doubled down on it. She got in huge trouble. She was forced to resign. But before she did, she explained. She's like, yep, this is actually what I think. Chris Pratt should be like, he should be like Chet Hanks. But technically, yeah. he didn't say anything originally. He, he just said this now. So he's uh, saying this now the, and he needs to double down. The, the part about saying not religious, uh, I, 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 not, I not took issue with, but I get what you mean by saying like he's not he's not living up to what he was claiming to before. I understand the differentiation between faith and religion as the world sees it because modern religion has gone very far from actual true faith as I was taught it when I was growing up and this understanding of God's role in your life and everything. Like there's a lot of corruption. There's a lot of gross sins that for example, the Catholic church got into that was a really big problem that I'm sure Protestantism, especially the Episcopal church has really gotten into, but that's not faith. That's not Christian faith. I think he just feels like a regular dude who's being like abused by people but on Twitter. But he's not a regular no. dude because no, he's in the entertainment industry. But that can't stop him from thinking that way. We always want these people to be more okay. down to earth and less and less elitist. What what originally happened is that people made inferred conclusions, many of them wrong, some of them a little more accurate, but most of them about him being a hateful angry you know bigoted bigoted bible thumping christian well then he reacted so defensively in such a like defensive posture that he just 
bent the knee and actually went so far as to say that he doesn't stand by his own religion. That's sad. That's so weak. So let's go and let's talk a little bit more about the the political side of it as well, because I think that co- that goes into it, right? So like you're saying that he finally he spoke out in a way that you don't think that he stood by what he believed. I think he should have just left it alone. And well, I think he, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't yeah. need to speak on it in the first place, but he did because I think only your ego can can convince you to defend yourself like that. So, so he says, uh, there's an illusion of what we, uh, that we've gotten more partisan, but the truth, if you're looking at it from my understanding, is that there's a very small group of wackos on the right and a very small group of wackos on the left. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy and Jurassic World Dominion star told ITK uh, in a recent interview. Each of them uh, are sort of echoed through the mainstream media, whether it be Fox or whether it be CNN, and a lot of times there's political posturing to try and get onto Fox or to try to get onto MSNBC or CNN. Sure. Uh, Pratt said that the there's a big group in the middle politically that instead of moving right or left is kind of moving up and down, becoming disenfranchised and disengaged from the political process. I agree with that, though. I, I, I don't know if disengaged is the right word for it. I, I think I it's pulling people in whether they want to or not. Right. Uh, it says is non- he saying that he is part of that faction? I, he, yeah. He, say, he says nonpartisans. He said he's calling them nonpartisans like they don't like I guess we would call them independents if it was polling. Right. You'd be talking about uh, left uh, Democrats, Republicans and independents. Okay, who, uh, but he's identifying himself. Yes. He says nonpartisans. He said, I feel like no one's really representing them. Pratt said that he and the team behind his very latest, uh, his latest project veered uh, it a little bit away from politics, refocusing the Prime Video series The Terminalist into more of a psychological nail-biter compared to the best-selling 2018 political thriller of the same name that it's based on, authored by Navy SEAL Jack Carr. My guess is that is just as much as a studio note because it's not left-wing politics, it's right-wing politics. They said, let's push away from it slightly and make it more neutral. Whereas if it was a left wing related show, they would say, go with it as it it. is. That's that's fine. Uh, But to be fair, this is the same network that did put out Reacher. And I felt that Reacher was a beautifully done show that didn't lean into politics left or right. So I, that's, you know, I don't know if it's the same team involved, but the, the network at the very least uh, was willing to do that. So it says in the end, okay, let's go down. It says, ultimately the story is about a guy who becomes a little disenfranchised with the comp uh, with the complex and uses some of the insurgent tactics that he learns overseas and exacts revenge on the folks who make decisions for the from their air-conditioned offices said Mm. Pratt who also served as the terminalist executive producer I think that he picked a project that echoed his sensibilities and then had to work with the studio on where they would allow it to fall if that makes sense maybe his sensibilities being what center uh uh, a close fairly apolitical or moderate Uh, He took a But you can't take A a left thing A left wing thing And make it moderate You can only take A right wing thing And and pull it further left Which in this case Would be moderate In its delivery Right So he says uh, I think there's ways To connect with one another To understand that A lot of the division That is sown in this country Is actually a result Of the foreign adversaries Who are hungry uh, who are angry with us, who dislike us, the Minnesota-born performer said. I didn't know he was born in Minnesota. Oh, hey. So that's a, that's, a, that's a big one for me. There you go. Uh, we claim him. Big as our W. Yeah. Uh, so he says, slamming Russian troll farms that are on Twitter trying to help us divide, uh, trying to divide us as a nation. Uh, you know, I will say that he, he might be a, a tiny bit of a shill for China. 
consider you, you know, think so? Uh, not a, okay. Oh no 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 no. Okay, walk that back. Walk that back. He's gets his movies get Chinese releases at at least. So okay. like okay, I shouldn't I shouldn't have said shill for China, but at the very least, he's not going to point it out. Whether he actually knows that that's a problem, I don't know how aware he, he is. He might not. He is. He does seem to be politically somewhat aware by saying something like the center feels like they're not heard. Yeah, he has got a point there. Yeah. I wish he would say that more strongly. Thank you. I do appreciate that he's making trying to make media that reflects that. He says ultimately the way we could bridge this divide because culture is upstream from politics. Maybe he's a Breitbart reader. Oh yeah, there uh, you go. Is just to is just kind of is to kind of create culture a culture of unity that lives upstream of politics and gets so popular that politicians innately are going to just uh, are go, are going to just effing grab a hold of it. Pratt said. Mm. Uh, I would say get it uh, away from p- politicians entirely and don't let them be involved uh, if they are uh, if they want to do that Americans are capable of coming together he insisted I think we understand that we have a lot in co- a lot more in common than we think that we're going to come back to common to common sense kind of come back to the middle and realize that we can engage some of these folks and not everything is politics he said Very to me what he's saying uh, is what he is what Tim would have said uh, uh, would have been hopeful for five years ago right uh, ten years ago uh, when you're busy and you work a lot and you're not as uh, aware of the socio-political situation we live in this country maybe what he's saying is a lot of idealism but I can handle idealism and moderate in a moderate opinion uh, in people I, I, I understand why you That's take funny. issue with his with his fallback but on the religious comments maybe if he weren't so easily bullied yeah. then he would have more to stand for than just like can't we all get along yeah but but then does he get the roles he gets and then do you not have that center role model okay here's the deal somebody mentioned in chat that he has to think about his children chris pratt is worth 80 million dollars he could send he has two kids he could send both of his kids to college he could hide them away from the rest of the world for eternity he has a unique position that I think he's really lucky to have. And I wish what I want here is for him to be. I think he's great. I love Chris Pratt. I think Chris is the best Hollywood Chris. He is absolutely the best Hollywood 100%. Chris. 100%. He's fantastic. He's hilarious. He swears like a sailor. I think he's great. So what I want is for him to be even better. And people are like, oh, stop attacking him. I'm not attacking him. I see huge potential here. And I'm just like, I really want you to be that good role model that your kids need. I want you to be brave in the face of like you know tension with people who don't agree with you politically i want you to be unstoppable but is that his responsibility i think it is he's a man i think that's his responsibility responsibility. i'm asking is that his responsibility as an actor to use his platform for that i i don't he already sounds like he he started it yeah he did like you don't have to respond to the hate and by the way he's not conclusions that people make inferring from like these i mean deranged conclusions people make based on uh like a shirt you wear or a comment that you didn't make when you should have in their minds like you don't have to address that he did and i think he did it because you only need to defend yourself against lies like that um as a high profile person if you're attached to your ego so you think that he finally broke down and his ego got the best of him yeah like uh, you can let people assume wrong things about you if you're a grounded person. And he did for a long time, but you think it just got to be too much, and he yeah, because like I he don't think he's that extraordinary of a guy. So, uh, so the question is, does he? Uh, you believe that he has the responsibility as a as a male in society? 
uh, to do so. Pretty much. I don't think that he has that responsibility. I do agree with you that maybe the fact that he opened the door to it makes right. it makes it a little bit different. But if he had never said anything on the matter, I would have uh, I would have understood and I never respected uh, that. Yeah, like I don't more. I don't talk this way about people who never bring up politics. Yeah. He chose to wear the T-shirt, which I think is great. Then he kind of backed down, and he I think Did, a very, you, I don't understand that. What do you mean? Like what? he backed down like by not I think he apologized for wearing it. I don't That's remember. what I recall. Let me look it up. I, I want to fact check myself. You'd have to fact check. Not sure. I'm not sure. I, I will say it's really funny. Like sometimes like because we like I skate I post my skating videos out in the garage and there's a Gadsden flag yeah, uh, in the great. garage and people like every couple of videos and he's like, I hate that flag. Cool tricks, but I hate that flag. <laughs> and I'm just Too like bad. Uh, just roll my <laughs> Too eyes. bad. So uh, do you know if he does anybody in the chat know if, if he apologized for wearing the the Gadsden flag shirt? I don't remember that, uh, but that's possibly I, true. I, I just think that um, everyone wants him to be either cartoonishly evil or their hero, their person. base hero just in Hollywood, and he's he's not. I don't think he has a remarkable level of willpower given he that he, like him. you know, yeah. gave in and. And gave them the headlines that they wanted. I get the feeling that he wants everyone to like him. Like that's his. That's Just his like thing. all the rest of the entertainers. Yeah. So like, how is he different? How uh, is he standing out from them in any way? Uh, I, I guess I don't know if I believe that all other entertainers want everyone to like them as much as they. Uh, I guess these I think days they're I, like they're entertainers, pathologically uh, self-centered. Yeah, like people I, who need validation and praise constantly. So did you find? Uh, it doesn't say that he did apologize. Okay. Yeah, so that's great. Good for him. Okay. But he has to know that that's the best approach: is to either leave it alone entirely, or to come back and be like, "No, that's actually what I meant." So you can just, you know, yeah, deal with it. Like Chet Hanks, seriously. Best response. Well, I kick mean, rocks. Kick exactly. Ro- I mean, that's like <laughs> yes. SJWs can kick rocks. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's hard for like. I mean, Chet Hanks is like. Uh, uh, if I'm a dad, like, uh, if if I'm the dad and I'm raising my kids to be good people, and yes, maybe maybe phrase it more artfully than kick rocks. But no, um, why? Why should you? Uh, I, I guess I just I see it as one of those things where I, I think they just beat him down. I think five yeah. years of constant abuse from the internet will add up when you have a public profile as high as his, and it got to be but too much for him. You have, at his level, uh, anti-fragile status. Mm. Right. Forever. I agree. And I think, I feel like he he cued himself up for this. I feel like he's a very passionate person, and now he's just like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he has to know that it's only going to make it worse. It was interesting to me that he did this at all because when I read the article that he even talked about politics, it, it seemed weird to me because it yeah. seemed out of character for him because it seemed like he would rather just let people believe what they want to believe and stay out of it. Right. So, and the, and yeah. here's the other thing. When you do this type of stuff and you're anything other than what Hollywood approves of, then you become like, w- uh, there will, I guarantee you in the next couple of days there will be an article, when will he work for the Daily Wire or something? Like It's, <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah, every side wants a pet celebrity exactly. to show. Yeah. Off. I hate it. I hate that side of it. And he so. doesn't have to be. He no. is his own person. I respect that, but I wish that he would take a strong stance and be serious about it. All right. So, super chats. Yes. Mr. Y said, the society that separates its scholars from its warriors will have its thinking done by cowards and its fighting by fools. Correct. Yes, I know. I love that quote. John Lee said, I guess Jesus is no longer his Lord and Savior with a few million dollars. <clears throat> Isn't this called selling your soul? You think, I, I think that's a bit harsh for like a poorly phrased interview. Uh, like I, said, if I don't f- know. That doesn't seem like phrasing. That just seems like denying. Okay. Christ. Right. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. 
I mean, if he's still taking his kids to church, if he's still attending regularly, if he still lives by the principles that, that he's talking about. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, your platform. private life and your and who you are publicly should sync up. Shouldn't be in direct conflict. Right. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> Thank um, you. Caper Two X said. Guys, think the silent majority. You're seeing one man. I see a whole team behind him and his family. He may not have as much wiggle room as you think. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, be like if he's got managers that tell him that you need to address this and uh, and stuff that needs to be talked about. I, I do think that like, the, the stuff that they made, the comments about his son particularly. What did they say? That when they were right. like, the, the, the insane... That he hates his son the, because he wanted a healthy daughter he mentioned he was grateful that his daughter was born healthy you know that thing that yeah. everyone says when their kids born mom and, and baby are healthy and because twitter is full of mentally so ill people stupid. who are looking for people to attack they they took that to mean well that must mean that you hate the fact that your first child was sick when, when suddenly was young. they care about yeah. babies being mm -hmm. born with handicaps yep it's insane all right one more caper 2x said he learned to be prudent now that he's chris inc mm. oh maybe so <laughs> all right uh, oh there's one more we'll just go with that one. Oh yeah goofer Woo. trooper said completely Two unrelated more. why Gosh. do why does beanie man oh that was just one <laughs> dollar bill uh why does beanie man's podcast <laughs> episode come out the same day but pcc is uploaded next day on spotify also money for mary's baking fund oh how nice thank you it comes out the same day that we do it because of me yes i put it up after the show every night and you guys have a different yes uh, our workflow is different yeah, uh, right. somebody else uploads that part to us uh, i yeah. do the i do the editing for the show for i the used segments. to do it that way yes yeah i would um, do it the next morning um so i i do the uploading i do the segments and the thumbnails and everything get it ready uh and then um, another employee here, a very amazing uh, patron saint of White Boy Summer, yes. uh, uploads it. Marketing to, man extraordinaire. He is. <laughs> yes. Eric Jackson said, "Shout out Sean Ranklin and Big Ups Liquid Richard." I'm gonna have to look these people up. I don't know who that is, but shout out is. to them. Shout out, Thank I guess. Thank you for five dollars. Thank to you. Say that. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, Netflix in the in the want 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 that is Netflix womp, consistently. Womp. Uh, it says Netflix uh, ranks last among streamers in customer value satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Now that's not everything about this. There's actually more to this than just that. But it says Netflix has reportedly placed dead last among streaming entertainment services when it comes to customer value satisfaction, signaling continued rough waters ahead for the far left wing company as they struggle to hold su subscribers. I want to point out that this part is a bright article so take the editorializing for for what it is you know exactly what uh, it is with Breitbart I, I do helpful. um <laughs> I, I yeah like I, I point that out every time I like, like knowing like, uh so it says the, the the results are part yeah maybe that's why we have to think that Chris Pratt is who he is because he understood that quote that's from so Andrew Breitbart Andrew Breitbart. So yeah. it says, the results are part of a survey from 2,460 U.S. consumers conducted by WIP Media for its 2022 streaming satisfaction report, uh, according to a report from Variety. Netflix ranked last among the nine streamers uh, considered for the report when it came to the customer value satisfaction, with a 62% of Netflix subscribers feeling very satisfied or satisfied with the service. Um, and they, as they describe customer value satisfaction as perceived value. I had to look that up, like, really? what, they, like what they meant by that. It says HBO Max placed first with customer satisfaction. And I, I think that's actually it, what's interesting is I would like to know what the metrics are, because when it comes to like selection right now, I think HBO Max and Hulu have the stuff that I'm enjoying the most. I love when Hulu. it comes to actual like layout and ability to use the, the app, Netflix makes all of them look childlike. 
Uh, no, mm-hmm. no, uh, no. I totally disagree. Really? I With their, uh, the terrible um, search function, the search function literally like all, sucks. I mean, they're all kind of then, awful. Then the autoplay, they start playing something before Weird you selected stuff. it. Yeah. And also, uh, playing. You can. You can turn that off. Okay, it was way too long before you yeah. could. Yeah. Why did they that also take start so long? <laughs> like auto playing. Just if you walk away from the TV or if you fall asleep, yeah. uh, it doesn't have the question up on the screen whether you want to just to play the next episode anymore. So well, it's not like are you all still of them there? do that. All of them do five, uh, fifteen seconds, five seconds, ten seconds until the next episode plays. Then they play about five episodes before then it, it asks if you're still there. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I don't think the usability is like that great I in prefer, comparison to the other ones i also prefer like uh, this is a big one for me is the ability to fast forward and rewind well which yeah. like amazon prime is the absolute worst it, uh, fast yeah amazon prime is it's the so worst bad. in that <laughs> regard so it's such a it funny gets thing me so frustrated <laughs> i thought i was literally the only one in the world i'm like That's fast because like there there's a lot of stuff that i have to rewind or i fast forward through stuff if i if i'm watching something multiple times i'll fast forward through scenes and the amazon prime it's literally looks like it was designed by a child why do they uh, want it, you to not yeah. mess with it like you can't you either hit the button once and it, it takes 10 seconds to move 10 seconds at all or you hold on to it and it goes 35 minutes in the into the front. incentivizes it's you great. to I think as it. little as possible <laughs> about what you're watching exactly yeah. so it says uh they retain netflix retains the top spot when it comes to must-have streamers with 30 percent 31 percent of subscribers saying that they would keep the service if they could only have one video it's subscription uh it was 41 percent just a year ago so Yikes. they dropped uh, a full 10 percent uh Netflix just can't win uh, right now. Yeah, they need uh, to stop making gags. Good. The, they, they, they just canceled uh, Q-Force, if anybody cares. Did you cares. watch Q-Force? No, what no. I, 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 I watched a bunch of the channels that covered it, but uh, it looked really disrespectful. Like, oh. unlike, like really? if, if I was gay, I, I would have been, I mean, mo- a lot Pride of... Pride Month special. What the heck? Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of the people, uh, like a lot of LGBTQIA members said, like, this is really, really insulting yeah. uh, and found it really, really offensive. Like, how yeah, it no, a, I understand. Wait, that. how did they say it was offensive? Because it's extremely stereotypical. Mm. Like, over-the-top stereotypical. Why would you even watch that? I we already know. know the stereotypes. So, uh, they survey, mm. the survey showed that Netflix's recent price hikes were the main reason customers said they canceled their subscription, with 69% of former Netflix customers saying that price increases led them to drop the service. Now, that's, uh, I don't know if this will bring people back when they get the ad tier program, but I'm guessing if you were paying a certain amount a month for no ads before, you don't want to come back and pay that no. same amount just to have to sit well, through a bunch of Well, it sounded like the ad-supported tier was would be the low probably eight or nine but you still have to pay for it yeah mm-hmm. yep you have Not to pay for it you're gonna get paid you're paying them actually to market to you yes oh, exciting yep so it says customers are abandoning netflix and droves as the streamer faces competition from disney plus hbo max and other services launched by legacy studios subscribers also uh, are growing increasingly fed up with netflix's left-wing programming that has pushed woke politics and embraced yep. former first couple barack and michelle obama who have produced uh, who have a production deal with netflix it yep. is weird to me that like a president has like a production like that's a, so creepy does, does donald trump have a production company of course not does he he has two social he might well he might i Wait. mean it wasn't he a producer on the on the what has the apprentice with trademarks ABC? with his he name producer he's got a vineyard for goodness yeah sake. like it, how, you can't have a Let vineyard and not have a production company let's find it's out just let's like, fact check trump this. media and technology group huge media it should be called huge media 
Uh, yeah, a media and technology company do? founded in January 2021 by former U.S. President Donald Trump. So if you look here, HBO Max uh, in 2021 had only 13% of people saying that they would keep it if they only had to keep one. Now that's jumped to 21%. So that wow. they're all, they're all, right? yeah. I'm sorry, no, it was 13% in 2021 and 19% now in yeah. 2022. Hulu, like all of them dropped, but Disney Plus and HBO Max seem to be the only ones that are making gains. Hmm. Uh, they're kind of going back and forth. But HBO Max is far more expensive than right. uh, Disney Plus. I think HBO Max is the most expensive of the streamers at sixteen ninety nine. And eight, yeah, and Amazon or I'm sorry, and uh, Netflix is fifteen forty nine or something like that. So for the price, uh, I find HBO Max to be like the, there's so much <gasps> there. Like if it was really, if all I, I know is on HBO Max is like Euphoria. I keep it just for the for having access to almost all the DC animated movies and television That's what shows. They have? Okay. Yeah, like and all the DC properties. But also, I mean, it's, it's rather niche. It, it's got The Wire. It's got uh, Game of Thrones. It's got uh, The okay. Sopranos. All these old shows okay. that are very very uh, popular. But then, like when you're on Amazon Prime, can you get a the like micro subscription to HBO Max on there too? It it sucks. Like I don't know if you can, but like I have, uh, like when we went and tried when I when I made the fateful mistake to watch the Halo series, I I signed up for the for Paramount Plus through uh, Amazon Prime, and it's yeah. awful because then you have to use the stupid Amazon fast forward button and it won't <laughs> log in. Like and it here's the shitty interface yes but with the streaming service that you kind of didn't want yes it's like, <laughs> it's a great combination it's like i got slapped <laughs> twice uh so it's like not only am i trying to fast forward through like master chief's butt cheeks on uh, on, uh, on halo uh, it's fast forwarding badly uh, uh and, and that's, don't tell me that was actually that's actually it. a thing no, no. no. why uh, why we, we didn't cover it here because I don't care enough about Halo to to, to be a, as offended as like people who actually played the games. But yes, okay. having to see Pablo Schreiber uh, basically Ew, naked uh, for for that on a show where he's like it's just like it's straight up disrespectful that they expect you to pay that much for to, such poor quality. Yeah, for such little content. In, well, and the funny, I actually like Paramount Plus for like it has a lot of like my guilty pleasure like CBS procedurals from like uh, the mid two thousands. So I use it for that. Um, but in general, I don't want to pay. In in we know you have the highest tier of every subscriber based streaming <laughs> service you because do. you hate ads. It's a write off here at this company. And it's a write off. It's a write off. Is so, it? Oh, yes. there you go. It's an uh, investment. Yeah. So, uh, uh, or yeah. Um, I hate ads. And Hulu, you still get ads. Like Hulu, or like, oh, that's the other thing. No, I'm sorry. Paramount, you'll still get like a 30 second ad like every four or five episodes. And even that makes me so furious I'm going to throw the TV out of, out of freaking window. Right. It's, and it's an ad for something on Paramount. So you're like, right. yeah, like right. that's, that's very, very that's frustrating. Uh, no, it is not helpful. It's <laughs> annoying. So it says, uh, so it says overall uh, SVOD satisfaction. We have HBO Max. Those numbers for HBO Max, that I really do think that that's proof that they're jumping uh, and kind of setting themselves apart from the others because it seems to be the one where I hear the least negative about HBO Max. Like at the, yeah, at the very least, it's like people are like, on the basis of them hosting Euphoria, I hate them. Anyway. Yes, uh, that's okay. That's all right. I think it's disgusting. So, so HBO Max has uh, a ninety-four percent overall satisfaction rating, and they lead uh, for quality original content and variety of original content because they separated. It wasn't just HBO Max. A lot of those HBO originals, which ran for a lot of seasons, 
um, and are considered staples or legendary pieces. Like Game of Thrones isn't an HBO Max show. That was just an original HBO production that went up on HBO Go. Uh, so it, I just think that it's weird how Netflix, despite the fact that the stock is failing, uh, nobody likes them anymore. They're introducing ads. They're laying off employees. Still are the one streaming service that has the highest rating of people that say, if we kept one, we would just keep this one. Is that it just because it's like whoever did it first? Exactly. So, yeah. Like, is it literally just a matter of like, they're the staple. So that's what it is. Yeah. Like, like for, a, if you in, met the need first, then yep. you're forever going to have first the most name recognition. Yep. But it sucks because like, I don't think Netflix original content is high quality i don't like it it's they not. also just kicked off all of the marvel content off onto disney plus that wasn't their fault marvel, i know but the, the yeah the license lapsed uh, that was just like yeah. one more kick to the platform and who's i mean you're paying for it at that point to watch uh season quadrillion of stranger things huh. yes which sucks and you're also watching them in the college years now yes stranger like, things college years i <laughs> I just don't understand the the angle. What's I, the appeal anymore? What are you even selling me? The funnier thing about it is I used to, a lot of people were very happy with Netflix because they, they didn't release weekly. Like a lot of these other streaming services are releasing stuff weekly. They're not mm -hmm. just, HBO Max isn't giving you, or I'm sorry, Disney Plus isn't giving you all of Obi-Wan Kenobi at once so that you can just rip it off like a Band-Aid right, uh, and get it over with, it. Seriously. which is what I would have liked to have done. <laughs> Instead, right. you have to suffer through it weekly. But the thing is, yeah. when it's actually a good show, it's kind of nice. Like the Hulu is releasing uh, episodes of The Old Man from FX every Friday, I'm enjoying being able to tune in on Fridays and watch just one digestible episode of that. It's like we've come weirdly full circle back around to like appointment television where it's like everyone wanted to binge all at once. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank uh, you. And now we're back to like, uh, um, like I want to watch it weekly so I don't have to feel like I have to commit to 90 or to, to a whole season like in one sitting. Episodes. But uh, now Netflix is struggling with that. Uh, because they, they talk about here how basically they're releasing the second half of Stranger Things to keep people subscribed because they're Sad. like, otherwise people would just subscribe, watch it, and immediately it unsubscribe. It is interesting how like we've moved from movies to miniseries so quickly because like I used to think of um, series with short seasons um, as more of like a European thing. Like yeah, only really. British TV shows had six to like three, three like to less six. than ten, huh. definitely less than ten episodes per season. Luther and was now always that's six like episodes, kind of the norm. Yeah, and it's but like every episode is a mini movie that also isn't the quality of a movie. Closer to an hour, uh, most of them, like yeah. fifty-two minutes. Uh, it, no, that's really funny because I, I I was actually rewatching Luther. Uh, fairly recently and I was like I just couldn't do it because it was just like it's, like, it's just like everything else now I liked it at the time or watching Sherlock uh, at the right. time it felt unique and different right, to watch yeah. everything uh, in these chunks and now since everything's like that it, it doesn't hold that special feeling that it did that before. was so foreign to me at yep. the time so yeah, it says uh, there's a new development and it syncs with Netflix's stunning news this spring that it lost 200,000 subscribers in the first three months of the year and expects to lose another 2 million 
in the second quarter of the year. I don't remember hearing anything about that. Wow. Uh, Those are the first subscriber losses the company has posted in a decade, and the results have led to a huge drop in the stock price and a scramble for them to find answers uh, in a fair degree of uh, schadenfreude. Uh, The the data that suggests what kind of problem Netflix is facing comes uh, to Recode via Antenna, a research service that tracks consumer spending on subscription services, and it shows that by the end of April, 23% of Americans who signed up for Netflix had dropped the service within a month. That's more new subscriber cancellations than any other competitive service that Antenna tracks. So basically the idea here, it says uh, they're going to to make the second half of Stranger Things over a month later so that you have to stay subscribed. That's and then, rude. And then hopefully when you're done, you just forget about it yeah, and, that's and exactly stay subscribed. Yeah, that's exactly what for. So, uh, it figures, you can't right? rely on tricking people into paying you. You need to actually have a good product. Newsflash. Let's see if this works I, for Netflix. I am excited for The Gray Man. Strategy. They have a movie coming out called The Gray Man right. uh, from the Russo brothers, Chris Evans, but we won't hold that against them in this yeah, case. Yeah. And... Uh, and um, Jake Gyllenhaal. It was either Jake Gyllenhaal. I never. Get, I always get Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Gosling it's mixed Jake. up. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it's and they also Jake had Gyllenhaal like way younger. I have no idea. I they I th- I feel like they're about the same age. Hmm. I could be wrong. And they also had if you guys haven't seen Hustle, which is an Adam Sandler movie about basketball, really, really, really good. I think I've seen. Go that watch one. it. Yeah, so. interesting one. Super chats. Yes. Eric Jackson said CNN reporter Bernie Gore's was. KIA by the Russians. Oh, wow. Oh, no. I didn't know that. I have to look that up. Convincing Reality said to think an ever increasing amount of brow bashing and degenerate content, removing rating systems, increasing prices, introducing ads, and insisting you can't share your account with family or friends would prove to be unpopular. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. They, they actually added a thing <laughs> where, like, you can, li- like, you can, like, because you can thumbs up content, you can thumbs down content. Now there's, like, a double thumbs up button, so it's, it's like, really I don't just like, like it, I really I like it. it. Like, like, who's actually hitting that? Uh, actually, I've hit that for a couple things, but something in general, uh, the no, the, I'm sorry, and I missed something here. The other thing that they said, <clears> and I'll, I'll go back to that too because of what he said who is that that was convincing reality that yeah. said that yeah okay there is there was an interesting part here where it said netflix uh they topped the service when it came to like um recommendations and cert uh and uh and layout so like uh your ability to like get recommendations based on your previous viewing history right. was better at netflix than at the other services probably uh, because they have a more developed algorithm because they've been doing it longer right mm-hmm. that so. makes sense Caper2x said, Brett, Mary needs a cookie. She's <laughs> hangry today. Very hangry today. I might Mary's be. Hangry. We will get you a cookie. I think I need a Chick-fil-A mac and There it goes. Oh my Thank, gosh. You. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. I was like, is it broken? Thank you. Oh my Thank gosh. you. We a chicken party. We need the music. Yep. I want mealworms to fall on my head. Come on, let's go. Be I great. still want thunder and lightning. It yeah, would be, be great. great if we had mealworms that just fell on the guest head and it never happened to us. <laughs> yeah. Like just but every then day. we're the ones that have to clean them up. Oh, that's That's a fair trade No, we should do gummy worms. There you go. That's it. I've solved everything. Well, we everything. would do Sour Patch Kids for you. Yes, thank you. I perfect. appreciate that. That would be perfect. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daniel J. Corica said, watch Arcane on Netflix. I keep getting that request or like that uh, that show recommendation, and I've heard very, very good things about it. Have it's you about, watched it? I have not watched it. What it's the about, heck? Uh, I, I, said, I have a very hard time with animation unless it's like DC animated stuff. I, I can't even do Rats. Marvel animation. It's uh, so it's just not my thing. I no, no. It's av- if anything, they would tell you that that makes me low. I'm lowbrow. Uh, <laughs> for not liking animation? For not being uh, an anime guy or a manga guy. Oh, yeah. That's fair. You're not a weeb. 
JD, thank you for $100. Thank you, JD. Thank Woo. you. Yes. Just hope for two parties today. Still want a shirt with my pop culture crisis chickens. <laughs> yeah. An armed Roberto Jr. might be nice <laughs> for fall, too, given the events. I'm sure Lou can find a good motto. Remind Ian to fry fresh dandelion flowers. That's hope good. this keeps Tim from canceling <laughs> you guys. Oh, man. Well, we're not going to get canceled. In fact, but Ian will be back on, on Friday. So. We have yes. 234 people watching yep. right at this minute. That's the freaking fantastic thank you I, I do have to remind myself sometimes that not every show has like you have to you have to be like um not every show is 100 you have to be gay no i'm like like compared to like you can't compare yourself to other shows because yeah, it's not no. the same thing haven't been doing it as long aren't uh working with the same profile and paradigm uh you have to have managed expectations for how these things go and the people who watch the show have been so good mm -hmm. to us and it's been such a an amazing thing to be able to get through like to be able to do Best like audience. we just passed 150 uh episodes yesterday and it's it's kind of surreal and so. i do want to say we're very close to 30k and we have to hit it before mm -hmm. inverted world it's a race i don't know if we're going to but uh, uh being Let's the go. like Subscribe. i i am very like uh, i was very hyper competitive when i was younger and i've kind of eased out of that to avoid well becoming... i'm younger than you so i'm allowed Let's to go. be hyper competitive for, for mary's sake get us for to 30k sake, if you're not subscribed yet please share it with your mom and your, and your dad it. and your friends and do your it dog. For dip. Do it, please. Goofer Trooper it. said, binging was the best part of streaming services. If I can't spend my day off watching a stupid show for 12 hours of snacks, what's the point? I agree. I completely agree. Okay. I agree totally in the context of like when you get a day off, but like because we're so, maybe it's also because we're doing it for work now. <laughs> like I like having the one like the one episode to digest. Like I'm going to go watch mm -hmm. episode four of the old man on Friday and I'm going to d digest just that episode. Having a schedule for it. Just that episode of the show structure. Dark Winds. There's right. some structure there. But when it's like a, a new full series, you're absolutely right. That's what Saturday is for. That's why yeah. they're like, Brett, you want to go do something? I'm like, <laughs> well, when people still had cable, it was like, a novelty to have all the season at once. Yeah. Yeah. And binge true. watch it. That's basically what now you pay for. Now we're reverting back to the schedule of a new episode every week. Or you're, you're, right. you're paying for the ability to watch any show you want at that time, even if it's yeah. like, uh, yeah. rather than having to just whatever was on that network. Yeah. So. Caleb right. Sherd said, Shonen Jump and Crunchyroll are the only subscriptions I need. Japanese storytelling is better than American storytelling. I have heard that. I have heard that. I don't know if I mean, it's true or not. Yeah, I have a friend who's into anime, and she said that um, she likes it because they don't include the same messaging that Western cartoons and live-action shows push on you. Right. Uh, I'm not sure if that's true, but like I've tried to get into anime in the past, and it just didn't click for me. Keep going. Um, I, I have something I want to point out here. When we get to one of these episodes, I gotta, I gotta yeah. find it. Uh, oh, and another thing, like I do, I also find the anime art style to just be a little tired because I've seen it for so long. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's gonna hit its peak with like Gen Z and then start to fall off. Maybe. I mean, I, I just it's the same thing with K-pop. Like, I get that like cross cultural uh, referencing is you know becoming more prominent but i'm i just don't personally see the appeal in it yeah it's a very acquired taste i think a lot of american teens have really gotten into it i've never seen the draw myself but i also to be fair japan has a lot of their own problems like they are facing definitely similar problems as we are like their reproduction rates are not as high as they're supposed to be they have a lot of uh 
different I mean, same problems, different symptoms. Different iterations. I guess. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Well, definitely, they have the problem with people Thank young you. Thank you. focusing on anime instead of like dating ladies, which is a really interesting problem to have. Like, there's a problem <laughs> of it being too appealing, right? Like, mm-hmm. anime is better than real life. Too distracting. Kind of sad. Yeah, really sad. Looking Next one. Uh, Darius Harvey sent uh, forty nine ninety nine with no message, thank but thank you. Thank you, Darius. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goofer Trooper said only anime or manga you need is Berserk, but only the ninety seven anime for the love of God. Avoid the twenty sixteen <laughs> abomination. Okay. George Alexopoulos is wow. That but right now. you also missed one. Thank you. Oh second gosh. one. Oh, is, that, is that the first? Party. Eric Jackson said Lydia Chance Thanks. Michael Francis. Francis. Guests on Tim Cast. I want to point out. Bobster? Bef- yes. Uh, this guy. Thank Gosh, you. So much dollars. Why is everyone Th- being this so is generous the guy today? Thank you. This is the guy that you have to have play Michael Francis if he's ever. Who is uh, that? It's an actor <laughs> named um, Sal Landy. And I, I, I maintain to this day that he would have to, if you look up Michael Francis, uh, the photos we're looking at here aren't him with uh, facial hair. But if you see him with facial hair, looks very much like uh, Michael Francis. So. Um, yeah, I so don't know about bringing mafia into this house. What we already but have? He's a, he's an interesting right? guy. Well, I'm sure he, he is. He's got a very interesting. Anybody who's been in the you know organized crime. But he's but he found religion. He's 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 a very devout. He's a devout uh, Catholic now, and oh, uh, he's yeah no. He, if you go check out his YouTube channel, his YouTube channel is fascinating. I got into it because he does. He's a mobster who would review mob movies. And that's, that's amazing. freaking that's awesome. Easy First of all, that's so angle great. for YouTube. But he also does saw, a bunch of other stuff. I saw this great. like 4chan green text one time that was like, here's an easy way to make money. Pretend to be an ex-con and make a bunch of videos reviewing media that like includes prisons or anything related to prisoners. Well, this man, BuzzFeed does that. Like, or like, remember? Right, like, exactly. This. I want this guy on our show and here's why. He eventually helped implement a scheme to defraud the federal government mm-hmm. out of gasoline taxes yep. in the early 1980s. Yep, that was his thing. He's great. I mean, I mean, if we can't get Wesley on. Snipes, we get we right, get, let's get another tax, let's get Michael um, Francis. Yeah, but yeah, paid. he would be great to have on IRL <laughs> for um, sure. You got another super chat yep. from Versified. He said, "Awesome to see Lydia on PCC." Oh, thank you, Mary. As both of us are Catholics, what's your take on your Catholic friends and family? being outraged on the Roe v. Wade ruling. Mm-hmm. Wait, I, I'm not sure why you think they would be outraged. This is is it because most Catholics are actually pro-choice? I, I know that, that is the case, sadly, because, you know, mm-hmm. people don't know Catholic teaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even, the, even the church-going Catholics, um, sadly. But everyone I know, because I, I mostly talk to catholics who know church teaching uh is happy about it except i don't want to be easily satisfied i i think we should um take the same angle as the left sometimes where we are like there's so much work to be done yeah you know? it's true that's because uh, there always is yeah the, that's a big thing we talked about off air that one time like like yeah. every time something like this happens whatever your position is uh, the the right side is like we did it we won one yeah uh, and, and then, we're just so easily placated and the yeah. left says on to the next thing there's more yeah, work to be done right, exactly. all the time 
So, all right, we're going to move on. We're going to do Podluck since there Woo. is no uh, Podluck theme song because there's no Dane here Boo. right Aww. now. Uh, so this is going to be, it says The Flash and Aquaman 2 are out at Comic-Con oh this my. year uh, because their stars are uh, uh, social dumpster fires right now. <laughs> is are, this cancel culture is this at cancel work? culture? Have they been canceled? They've been canceled, yeah. Um, uh, so it says it's learned that the Flash and Aquaman 2 will not be part of this month's of next month's big San Diego Comic-Con convention which includes Warner Brothers Discovery uh, deciding to drop DC Comics from the convention floor yeah. uh, in the t- in the Hollywood Reporter's report about the about how Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav is making big changes with the company with the company's approach to Comic-Con it's noted that the plans for the WB and DC Films division at San Diego Comic-Con are quote still being hashed out as worth a mention is that the official Warner Brothers Discovery press release about its Comic-Con plan- panel makes no mention of Warner Brothers or DC or DC Films. That's coming under construction too. They're going they want to turn DC Films into a separate studio with oh, their own version of Kevin Feige. I don't mm-hmm. know how you find uh, somebody who's both a comic nerd and a high-powered studio executive, <laughs> but there aren't very many of them uh, at that level. Uh, it says the, they've offered that DC League of Super Pets, Black Adam, and Shazam Fury of the Gods could be part of the panel as they all get released this year. It's hard to imagine Dwayne The Rock Johnson not showing up. I always add The Rock in there because he doesn't get to be... It, it, you know, he can't use the name The Rock in any of his promotion because it goes to... the. It, what? WWE gets it. Uh, really? gets money. No John, way. Whenever John Cena... <laughs> His name gets used. WWE gets a cut of that because they own what? the name John Cena. They own his they name. Own his they, name. They, they own his name. Is that? Is it because it's not his legal name? It's his real name, but he's like that's crazy. Uh, to not, me. That, there's a reason why now in wrestling, like when you if you come to the WWE from another company, you don't get to keep your name. They change it so that they can have creative control over it. Unless you're like a very very big. Star, but they're almost everybody in the industry now is so young that they the last one that I can remember was like AJ Styles came in from like 20 years of of wrestling and he got to keep his name. But in general, they change your name to something different because it's copyrighted by it's copyrighted by the company. That's crazy. So the Rock can't be the Rock. He has to be the Dwayne Johnson, which to be fair, he probably wanted anyways because he didn't want to, you know, be known as his wrestling handle forever. Well, he's successfully kind of rebranded yeah he he did so it says Dwayne uh it says Dwayne Johnson Black Adam could be at Comic-Con what's odd with all is that all the movies have finished filming so they could release a clip of some kind if they want so maybe that means the cast of the 2023 films is not going to be brought to Comic-Con why would they bring uh Ezra Miller and have to keep him away from all the 12 year old girls at (laughs) Comic-Con right they're like they're like we'll bring like it'd be really funny if they brought Ezra Miller and they did an 18 and up men only panel just to just to be safe, <laughs> just safe. to be safe, Super to make safe. sure that Ezra Ezra no touching no touching, no no. touching the no. children, Bad. leave the kids alone. Bad Ezra. Uh, and Amber Heard comes and in the first questions like, "Did your dog step on a bee?" Uh, like that, <laughs> and she great. would just be like, "Yes, <laughs> yes." <laughs> uh, I, I love that, and she's like, she comes in like a TJ Maxx outfit, yeah, <laughs> linen For pants her. from TJ Maxx in the Hamptons. I bet TJ Maxx in the Hamptons is actually oh, super pretty nice, nice right? stuff. Yeah. It's like if you ever been if you've been thrift or I'm sorry, either thrifting in a rich neighborhood or garage oh, shit yeah. set, or like yeah, yeah. I have a friend named Justin who lives in this really uh, rich area of, of New York and they have like a free bench in the neighborhood. Oh, wow. And 
I kid you not, there was a 60-inch TV on the free bench once. Yeah, Andy says moving super rich people is kind of like that, too. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, they want to get rid of it. Just, so, just have go. a 60-inch TV. It's like, but there's no remote. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. I'll have gosh. to buy a $15 universal remote for this free 60-inch TV that terrible. I just found. Yeah. That I what? feel like I'm getting away with murder. <laughs> I know, right? It says, the Flash and Aquaman 2 are presently involved in a lot of controversy, as Ezra Miller is insane. That doesn't say that here. Oh, okay. uh, is claimed to be uh, done as the Flash and Aquaman 2. Two uh, is getting currently hammered by the Amber Heard fans. Uh, I don't know what it is, but seeing their faces side by side right now, I just so smug. I need uh, the Flash and Mara. Mara. Buddy cop. Something Buddy like cop. <laughs> who's the good good cop, yeah. bad cop, maybe? No, we just have them go on like a swashbuckling or, pirate adventure. Oh, there you yeah. go. Where the flash runs across the ocean to meet up with Mara. Yes. And, and or they a just, teenage girl. No, or uh, he gets tri- he gets he, he gets like ladies. he gets uh, Chris Hansen into meeting up with Mara uh, yeah. because he thinks he's about he to save some twelve year old child from save. Uh, from yeah, yeah. save. I think Amber Heard should um, move on to his Vermont compound and yeah. they'll live happily ever after and never bother us again. Terrible guy, I, terrible lady. What would do, what would she do on the compound? Who like? Be he, all you gotta do there is be yourself. They fight each other for like who's the most messed up. Like that, that would be <laughs> that be pretty. He's like no. Well, his his is like I'm very manipulative, and she's like I'm very self centered. She's very just, manipulative too. They might they clash, go, and they go Ooh. back and forth. That means on they're it. immune to each other's exactly. tactics. Yeah, they're inoculated. <laughs> it's perfect. They're like, so, oh, I see what you're doing. And then, if you guys don't know, I, I didn't pull up this article, but uh, Jason Momoa got promoted to like a, a spot Ooh. as like a UN ambassador. Yeah. And, oh, and Amber Heard, they're like, we don't know her status. So now her Aquaman co-star got like a promotion, and she's all like I left mean, in the left overall, in the lurch. I would I would prefer if the UN didn't have celebrity ambassadors yeah, that's anyway. All, right? yeah. uh, Especially Angelina Jolie, going to going to the Ukraine to oh, sit in a coffee shop. Oh, wasn't Ben Stiller doing the same thing? Met too? with Zelensky. I remember I talked to um, Dallas. And he's like, I met Ben Stiller once ten years ago, and he was just as annoying as then as he is talking to Zelensky now. Yeah, so. seriously, what a pain in the butt. <laughs> so, uh, if okay, here's a, a question I could ask you guys: What would you pr- if you had to keep one? If you get you get to keep the Flash movie, or you get to keep. Well, I guess that's kind of a hard one because at least Aquaman 2, you get Jason Momoa and she's yeah. not the main character. I think character. the Flash just has too much meme potential. Yeah. It's like, gonna be... I want them to release it uh, like in my heart of hearts if I really admit it. All the scenes of him running are going to be him running away from cops. Right. Like, it's <laughs> exactly. Him doing his stupid run like this. That... His stupid Flash run where he's hanging from the ceiling on... On Ugh. strings. Cringe. Do you want? Do you want to do Halsey quick? Uh, do you want to do? Do you want to do Halsey? This lady, I, you're you're reluctant to do it. No, no, you're good. Well, I actually sent you my article that I wrote. Oh, about okay, it. I, okay. <laughs> I, Rhett, we had started the betrayal. show yet, so I, I did not have it yet. I made sure to pick the photo of her where she looks the most smug and devious. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do this. Uh, so. Halsey had a concert in Phoenix, Arizona, over the weekend where she decided to go on a rant about her stance on abortion. Oh, yay. Let me, let me just quote it here. Um, she said, here in Arizona, you guys got to promise me that you're going to do that work so that the, the person to the left of you and to the right of you has that right for the rest of their lives. If you don't like it, you can go home right now. I don't care. 
if you don't like it, I don't know why you came to a Halsey concert because, because I have never been shy that this is how I feel. So <laughs> I love that. Like, it's like, like you're going through your list of like concerts. Thank you. You're going through your list of concerts you want to go to this year. And you're like, oh, well, I can't go to a Halsey concert. And you just like, I don't think that you should be able to get an abortion at nine months. You just type in like names and then, the, and then put abortion next to it to see what comes up for each person. You want to go to a con. <laughs> they put that on Ticketmaster, So like you can like search by political opinion. I don't think it just good. shows how self-centered they are that anyone that they think anyone is looking into what their opinions are about these things in the first place but yeah she she effectively shunned all of her fans who maybe don't appreciate her point of view on abortion or who don't feel like it's necessary to comment on it mid concert when they're standing there in the middle of the night in brutal heat and they feel like going home isn't that what your twitter is for so that you can make your annoying rants do that there Yeah, she did tweet about it on the day of the decision, um, saying she's been advocating for abortion, reproductive rights, and bodily integrity for as long as I've had the platform, and I'm running out of ways to word and frame the severity of the impact that fundamentalism has on our country. Is this nothing a f- to do with that? Is it a fundamentalist issue? No, it's, it's just literally con- not. I'm, I'm I'm asking it sarcastically. It's a, it's a constitutionalist right, issue. It's not a, it's not a fundamentalist. Issue. But it's like they're going to frame it that way, and you're never. The, this is why they win, though, because they control the media machine the and they control the narrative. Uh, and you, we, it's very hard to reach out to people. And it's why this stuff yeah. matters. To be fair, on the day of the decision, um, she was doing a different concert in California. And she made a comment on stage that was a lot less browbeating. She just said, I hope we've cultivated a space where you have permission to feel however the F you want to feel tonight. No, apparently Where she not. was kind of indirectly addressing it. That was like, I'm fine with that. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. But yeah. if she'd actually meant that when she said it. No, but, but she didn't, which which kind really of suggests didn't. that maybe she was in talks with PR after and they were like, go for it. Go for go it. All if you in. feel like talking about it on stage in the middle of a concert. And this was also used to introduce her song uh, Nightmare, which is basically like an edgy feminist oh, song Just what the world for needs. teenage girls it is, who don't know how the world works. It is funny to me how what one thing that me and you always keep coming back to is like whenever these people, it, it's one thing to have these beliefs. It's another thing to think that you're like fighting the system mm-hmm. when you're like literally the system now. Like yeah. they are everything that is the mainstream and they're like, oh, we're standing up for the against the system. Like you literally you are, are everything. The yeah, yeah, exactly. And the way that this was being reported on, uh, everyone was saying like, s- just swaths of people in the crowd walked out in protest of her Did rant. But that's, I mean, that would be cool if it were true. But I think that they were leaving because she was drawing out. We want to go home. She was like, they were in an outdoor venue. In Phoenix, Arizona, in the middle of the night, and they probably have hours to get home. I even saw uh, this tweet that said, it was from someone who supported her speech. They said, I waited the whole show for her to sing Nightmare and give her speech, and I left after because I have a five-hour drive home and wanted to beat traffic leaving the venue. Not everyone left because of what she said. I really hate that this, to me, just looks more like Colin Kaepernick nonsense. This is just 
confusing the two. You should not mix politics and pleasure. You really shouldn't. I, I, well, I view this as a decline of our culture because she's like, oh, I'm just gonna put this into what I'm doing. But why to be not? fair, we we uh, I, I like we said we talked about earlier, Mary, about like does that make us hypocrites? If you like it when a Chris Pratt comes out and says something, I'm using him as an example, who says something that you agree with. Uh, does that make you a hypocrite for like, like I said, I give conservatives a lot of crap for always saying, why do these celebrities matter? They don't matter. And then anytime somebody uh, says anything, even slightly right wing, yeah. they're like, oh my God, I always knew he was a patriot. Uh, like it's I'm a- trying to think of a situation where like I felt that way, but I'm never satisfied with exactly. what they come out and say. Because I always think they're doing it for like self-serving reasons. Exactly. That's to me. I was like, you have to always take it with a grain of salt. Sure. The best you can hope for is that even if you understand that what they're saying is for selfish reasons, if you agree with the message they're spreading, I guess that's a win. I guess. But in general, you need. We need to stop uh, putting these people on a pedestal and just look at it for what it is. I think one of the reasons that the show has the name that it does is because you have to understand that the 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 things that these people say do bring about a crisis in society because they their words unfortunately carry a lot of weight when they, they really shouldn't. Right. I think they carry more weight than they should because they make a lot of money. What? And I don't understand. Maybe it's just a side effect of capitalism that... Late stage someone, capitalism? No, I'm not saying that. I think it's a side effect of capitalism, though, to be like, oh, the person who has... More money yeah. is going to be, you know, they're more important. Cause exactly. How else could they have gotten this money? I just think both sides need to uh, be more realistic about like what it actually means. Just because they say something you agree with does not make it uh, necessarily a good thing. Right. Agreed on that regard. I, uh, I, I, but okay. I do, however, take issue with it when they when they start to like denigrate and like like the the somebody who's a conservative and, and says something anno- like uh, annoying on Twitter uh, that you might agree with and other people might dislike they might disagree with their statement it's when they start attacking fans and people like she's like downside of an outdoor of outdoor venues is no door to hit them on the way out that's just, just not classy shut up it just okay. shows she's like absolutely delusional and this is a huge problem in the comic book industry if you don't like my politics don't buy my books you're uh, in the immortal words of uh, of zach uh, it was a channel i follow you're a hot dog vendor it's not your job <laughs> shut up to just make the comics <laughs> You, you can agree or disagree with that. I don't know if it's fair for us to say that they don't have a right to their opinions, but understand what that's going to do is it's going to limit your ability to sell your product. Uh, for somebody in Halsey's position, she can afford to do that because she makes a lot of money and her reach has already extended very far. Somebody working in the niche in the niche avenue of the comic, the actual physical comic book industry, which is now far smaller, you don't really have that same luxury to just be turning away customers at every turn at every corner, but they do, which is insane and proves that yeah. they're ideologues and they're not actually interested in the art form or the right. medium in which they work. Are they? I mean, I don't even know if they're ideologues as much as they're attention seekers. Her, I yeah. believe, uh, is uh, is just uh, doing business and, and is able to do so. If you're doing it in an industry like comics, where like you're literally like you're you're making yourself more poor by talking <laughs> that way, I have to believe that's uh, that's yeah being an purely, ideologue. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. they can never like we covered that story about Miles Morales, and I look at this dude's tw- Twitter, and it's all just Trump, 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 Trump. It's like cringe. They, they can't Stop. get over it. They can't get over it. Yeah. So. 
All right, uh, let's move on. And before we go, I have two things quick. They did announce a release date for the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife, which will be December 20th of 2023. I don't know why you don't do that over Halloween, but... 2023. Yeah, yeah, that would have been great. That would have been perfect. That's, uh, I'm I'm assuming, well, this is... That actually annoys me. There's (laughs) a lot that goes into release dates. Um, Yeah. uh, Those things are planned years in advance. Likely, there's going to be a bigger uh, horror movie or something coming out around that time that they don't want it to compete with. Uh, I guess. Which doesn't always, always make sense um, because it's a, it's a different market because this will be a family movie, but yeah. we'll see. It's always so weird to me uh, when I think about what it's like to be an actor or any anyone involved in the making of a movie where you only see the fruits of your labor at the end. way way after. Mm-hmm. Well, they get to and see then cuts you get it. the response to it after all of that anticipation you had to go through when they did that when they when they when they did the reshoots for the justice league and you look at ben affleck he's like literally two different sizes because he like put on a bunch of weight after they finished making the movie (laughs) so all right and before we go i don't know if this is womp 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 but uh oj simpson it's uh, just absurd is what he says forget my trial la needs cops OJ backs the blue. Apparently. He, somebody needs to put what that on a heck? shirt. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, Something so I'm just picturing like him saying. Thin blue line between us and OJ. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's like, a, <laughs> it's like a black leather glove with a blue line going oh, through Oh, yeah, it. there you go. I that, like that. that would That's be good branding. So it says, pigs, <laughs> it says pigs are flying. OJ Simpson is supporting the Los Angeles County law enforcement. The ex-con took a stand not the stand Wednesday at the LA County Sheriff's Department with a video rant ripping West Hollywood for voting to cut funding for the agency. So, oh, to be fair to, or to, to be on the record, he does not support defund the police. There you go. Right. That's fair. That's fine. What if he bought like a white Bronco just to, for a throwback and he drives around a white Bronco? That would like be really one. funny. And Bruno Magli shoes. That would be incredible. <laughs> That'd be incredible. So, so, <laughs> Simpson like says idea. the decision is all wrong, pointing out his infamous history with the law enforcement in L.A. and saying, trust me, we need police. We need the sheriff's department, referring to the time he spent during uh, behind bars during his murder trial. Remember, he also wrote a book called If I, if if I, did, I did It, did it This yeah. Is How. Yeah. I wish I understood why OJ was so <laughs> addicted to social media. Like... He is so obsessed he's with attention. Yeah, he's got to have that a sweet, sweet attention. So it says, now years later, Simpson says he's always been against defunding the police, claiming he's always said instead of cutting funding, money should be redirected and used for better training and expanding internal affairs uh, departments while police investigate other police. He knows a lot about police. Yeah, he would know that a lot is, about that. He, is, he has <laughs> been uh, in, a, in a, pr- a police investigation or two, if, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So that is today's uh, Womp Womp Womp. If you guys uh, wonder about Back the Blue, just remember, OJ's on your side. So oh, he's got your back. He's not a cab. We, we now have that. On the record, it's good o- to know. OJ Simpson's not a cab. Good. So. Got it. All right. Uh, uh, there's some super chats there. I think a couple at the end there. Caper2x said, Lydia, did Tim touch base with Tulsi for IRL? Tim did not. I did. I emailed her assistant, I think it is, earlier today. So hopefully we'll hear back soon. In fact, I'll check my email right now. Cool. That'd I be will a great be, guest. I will be waiting with bated breath. Yes, we I love Tulsi over here. Uh, Caper2x said, Brett, why... Why doesn't DC replace Ezra with the CW Flash? The the number one reason for that is well, because they made the freaking movie already. The the one uh, <laughs> because the, and a lot of people have said that there is generally in Hollywood considered to be a divide between what is considered a television star and what is considered a movie level star. At this point, anyone would be better than Ezra Miller, but my guess is they wouldn't. Uh, they but wouldn't they were cast. also trying to do this Ezra Miller 
uh, as the Flash in a miniseries. Mm. So it, increasingly, you can you can switch between the two. Uh, with Grant Gustin doing the Flash for nine seasons, I don't know how much more he wants to do that character. Like he looks increased. Like I don't watch the show anymore. I haven't watched since like the the third or fourth season. But he looks increasingly unhappy with every scene I see him in. Maybe I'm projecting on that. But doing <laughs> like, something for so nine much. seasons, like uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure he's I'm sure he's a little over it. Yeah. So uh, I think they would be better off recasting. Uh, and just blame, they just blame the multiverse. That's what the point of the multiverse is, right? They can make everything that doesn't make sense make sense. Just say it was the multiverse and, and yes, get rid exactly. of it. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's so weak. I hate that. Um, JD said, I'm less worried about this than figuring out how to make Brett a good rooster next to the girls. Big line on the highway for anyone who remembers. Wait, what? I don't recall. I don't know that context. Is the vlog out? Is, that, I, is this in reference to the vlog? I don't think it's in his no, like not sure. I'm not even keeping up with the vlog often enough to know. There's the a lot context. going on around here. Yes. There's a lot going on. <laughs> Life is very, very busy at work right now Never for a us. Dull so uh, um, it, I don't know what they mean by a good rooster. I'm See, sorry, I did want to do. I did want to do a good bit where I was very jealous of of Chicken City, where I go out to take out Chicken City on my own because I'm <laughs> I'm jealous of how successful they are. I like that. Um, you know, I want to take their subscribers for my own like and pull them. Oh, them. Thank, you. thank you. Thank uh, you. But I, I, don't think that's, I don't think that's um, possible. Someone else is asking when will we, we be getting Sarah from Cast Castle on PCC? Oh, that's a good question. Sarah has expressed a little nervousness about oh, the idea. Great. So perhaps, I don't know. Perhaps one day. It's, if it's she, never, if it's never it. um, like we'd be perfectly happy to have her I just think she wouldn't really be into it. I, I do want like like when like the first time we asked Andrew to be on and, and I was like you don't have to if you don't want to and we, but we did the Obi Wan Kenobi reviews which he knows a lot that's, about like that's an entry point yeah you gotta maybe. you gotta be willing to like like I I can go hours without talking after after work but then when you do the show you have to be able to to talk for a Engaged long period of time on, not everybody yeah. always wants to be able to do that plus there is such a thing like here is like a lot of the people here are politically focused and what we're talking about here is so, I mean, it kind of connects like a lot of the stuff we talk about today connects tangentially to that world, but you kind of have to have like a, if not a passion for it, you have to be read in it. And yeah. it's, it's not always the easiest thing uh, if they're not super into it. I would like, would like to get like uh, Gary from Nerdrotic to come out here to oh, do Gary's the show great. That'd be fun, uh, at yeah. some point. So awesome. that would be very cool. So, and I, I think there was one more. Unavailable ID name said, I don't have anything awesome <laughs> to say today. Just wanted to say hello to you guys. Hello. Well, Thank hello. you for super Thank chatting. You anyway. Thank you so much. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that is everything we've got today. Lydia, thank you so much. You got to get into IRL soon. Uh, oh, I got a little time. But yeah, uh, thank you very much for having me, you guys. I love coming on Wednesdays. You guys can follow me on Twitter, minds.com at Sarah Petulitz, as well as the site Andy put together for me called sarahpetulitz.me. That's all my socials. Perfect. Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram or WeChat at CloserKitty. And whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there. Like the one you just posted. Like the one awesome. I just posted about yeah. Halsey. Perfect. Guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. For the show, we are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, there was one more. It says, uh, un unavailable ID name says, uh, I'll join the PCC show. Uh, there, is a, there is a longer <laughs> process to, to getting out here. It takes a little here. more than that, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, well, maybe someday. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so, guys, uh, Instagram at Brett Dasovic for the show, Monday through Friday, right here on YouTube.com, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific for Pop Culture Crisis. We are also on social media. 
media. We are on Twitter at popculture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at popculturecrisis, and on Instagram at popculturecrisispod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.